Happy Monday. We are live from 3rd and Court, the PSKC headquarters, where we are getting Portsmouth strong. Ting! Guess who's back? Back again. Dale is back. <laughs> he Tell has your- no friends, still. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, today we are, it's a Monday, and in about four days we're packing up the shop and heading north. Going on the road. 23 to Columbus, Ohio for the Arnold Expo. And if you've uh, never heard of that before, it's a big, humongous fitness expo put on by the Arnold. The Arnold. Himself. And um, we're just going to give you a little bit of history. Um, the gym here and um, the nonprofit that's run out of the gym <clears throat> has a long history with the Arnold Classic. And so I'm going to turn it over to Dale. And we're just we're going to talk about what's going to be happening in the past and the future. Very cool. So, do you know why the Arnold's in Columbus, Sadie? To bring it closer to you. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I would think that would be a correct answer. It is not. There's a really, really good book. It's um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's biography. It came out a few years ago. It's a fantastic read. Because a lot of people just think Arnold was the bodybuilder turned movie star turned governor. Um, they should come spend time down here because you make them watch documentaries about his life. <laughs> yes, and documentaries <laughs> about any other random thing that, yeah. that happens. I know so much useless knowledge from working here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Arnold was very driven, very smart, very entrepreneurial. Um, so he got involved. Basically, one of his early early promoters um, – was from Columbus. Oh. Yep. I forget the guy's name, and I'm sure I'm like telling 50% truth of this story, but um, it happened back in the 70s, 80s, and one of his early promoters was from Columbus, and they always thought, like, when we get time, like, we're going to put on the world's largest bodybuilding expo right here in Columbus. Uh, they may have even shot a movie in Columbus back in the day. I don't know. Anyways. That's where the local connection mm-hmm. is, and that's why the Arnold's in Columbus, because he had an earlier tie-in with one of his promoters was um, was from Columbus. Yeah. And the Arnold is the world's largest. It's huge. Yeah. It, it used to just be Bodybuilding Expo, now but it's now like it's the cheer- Arnold Sports Festival. Yeah, it's cheerleading, fencing. Ping pong, jiu-jitsu. Like. I'm hoping curling <laughs> this year. I don't know if it was there or not. Um, but it's... It's huge, and that's just because of an early relationship Arnold had, um, and because of Arnold's entrepreneurial spirit. Like he thought they could literally put on something um, as big as the world could offer, and they achieved their goal. And now it's become one of the, one of the biggest events in America, especially. Um, so that's a little a little trivia for you to oh, start off with. Thank you for another. FF on Arnold. Um, so I actually started my first Arnold I ever went to was back back in the day when I was in college and I was working at a gym called Power Shack up in Columbus. Um, and every year it just seemed to be that the Arnold kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I remember it from when I was a kid. Like 
guys would skip Friday school and ride up with their dads. Or once you finally got your license, it's like, oh, you going to the Arnold this weekend? Yeah, bro. Yeah, okay. Because you get a big-ass bag. Yes, that's and exactly you, And why. you get all the free supplements that you have to wait in line for four hours to, uh, to get. Yeah. Um, so because there was a gym in Columbus, we got some free passes. And the guys I worked with, we went... Went and we'd go like basically every year that we were in college, and uh, just couldn't believe the spectacle and um, just all the pieces involved and how how big the event was. Um, fast forward several years later, it's now 2010, and this was before this was actually one of the first years of the CrossFit Games. This is before the Open, so basically Rogue Fitness was in Columbus. Or you know, still based out of Columbus, and this is early on when Rogue was getting linked up with CrossFit um, and trying to make a move to be to become their official equipment supplier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew Bill. Uh, Bill used to train me a few times from Rogue, and <clears throat> he basically put out an all call for volunteers to come put on this event at the Arnold. And so I was like, Yeah, you know, I'll definitely definitely come up and help. And it was, at this time, it was sectionals. Mm-hmm. So, the, sectional is before regionals. Oh, okay. Okay, so sectionals was like, it was like a tough man. Come mm-hmm. one, come all. You didn't have to qualify for anything. <laughs> like, you just showed up. Yeah. You just showed up, and they took the top five or top ten. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, but each region or each sectional it was up to that event organizer to come up with their own workouts. Oh wow! So like it there wasn't was uniform. There at was all. no unified body that yeah. everyone did the same workouts. <laughs> it was just like, hey, uh, come to the Arnold Classic 2010. Easy enough. Um, this is, I think, because the CrossFit Games started in 2009. I want to say was the first year. I think so. Uh, right around there, eight or nine, something like that. So they're like, oh, well, we need – in the first ever CrossFit Games was like, you, we just went to California. Mm-hmm. You just showed up, and um, they probably had like 100 people or so. Yeah. And Bill, one of Bill's clients – I don't know if they were dating or not at the time, but Katie won the first ever female <laughs> – um, she's the first ever female CrossFit Games champion. Yeah. And later would become Bill's wife. Yeah. Um, so he's been intimately involved in the CrossFit Games since since day one. Interesting. <clears throat> so makes sense. Yeah, being that Rogue yeah. is in Columbus and the Arnold's in Columbus, uh, Bill was just wanting to put on a show mm-hmm. uh, and all these cool different workouts and and the whole deal. So we showed up. I still. So I have good friends from that time. Like we showed up at Rogue headquarters. We started the day like just assembling rowers, putting rowers together. Then we moved everything in trucks from there to the Arnold. Um, and then like put together this crazy sandbag event. Long story short, like didn't come home till three in the morning. <laughs> Literally didn't yeah. come home till three in the morning. Um, and then the competition was, was the next day. Um, so that was my first ever like CrossFit regionals experience back in back in 2010. And it's still pretty cool because a lot of the people that volunteered and helped that event, you know, have, have gone on to 
open their own gyms and different businesses yeah. and different companies. Um, but they all still come back together every year at the Arnold. Yeah. Um, was Davo too one of the volunteers that year, or was that the following? That year? was the following. I can't remember when he. Because I remember involved. he talked about that in an earlier podcast, and that's he how may you have guys been, like. Yeah, he may have been one of the first ones too. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the next year, 2011, was uh, 2011. So CrossFit Games now started to uh, standardize everything. So what they did is they hosted like um, all kinds of girl workouts. So, like, you could come sign up and do Fran, um, all this other stuff there. That was 11. So, we actually took a, a couple folks from the gym and went up and competed then. 2012 was when they started doing the Open. Event. When CrossFit started doing Yeah, CrossFit right. started doing the Open. So, um, the CrossFit event at the Arnold was you could just come up and sign up to do the Open workout for that week there. Um and then 2013. So would there be other competition like surrounding that, or just that's that was what you would come up and do, and it'd be done. You just got. I to honestly do it there. can't remember. They, they, one day was like on the Saturday was just like heats after heats that you could do the open workout cool. there. Just to yeah, do it in a cool spot because the Arnold's like 300,000 people come through yeah. there. And back in the day, it wasn't all together either. Right, and this is like. Um, Rich Froning came and did it then. Oh. Yeah, so they used to have, like... Not to be confused with Fritch Ronning. <laughs> um, Fitch. Some of the bigger athletes who Rogue would bring in, they would come and um, compete at that time. Then, 2013, was the year of the Derek. So, <clears throat> Derek uh, was now medically retired. Derek Carver, my, my good buddy and co-founder of Team SAR was now medically retired and it just once started to open his gym and I was like listen dude the best thing you can do is like come to the Arnold compete in this little competition that they have and it'll be the best thing you can do to help get the word out about mm -hmm. your gym yeah. about what you're doing in your gym um he wasn't really on board with it but I kind of twisted his arm and um the workout was Linda so three bars of death. So it's bench press, power clean, and deadlift. Ten knot all the way down to one. Mm -hmm. So it it's suited for a strength-based kind of athlete. Um, like me. Yeah, exactly. So he wasn't really for sure about it, so I got him to do it. And then right before 3-2-1 kicks off, he takes off his pants, and then people see the mechanical leg. And there was like probably thousand to fifteen hundred people in the ballroom there that just kind of like you could hear a pin drop because um, with his long pants on you can't really tell yeah one way or the other um but they were like whoa so that was like the first time like this guy's about to do it without a leg yeah so i was like there's an old youtube video still up that probably has like a million some views um it's actually me recording Derek doing it and trying to coach him through it. it's hilarious yeah. um because he goes out of the gate just fast. And then after, like, the round nine, he has to puke. Oh, yes. I think I've seen a picture of it. He has to puke. and he ha There's no other place for him to puke except for in the chalk bucket. This is what I've seen, yeah. While athletes are still going on, and then it's front of, like, 1,500 people. 
Um, it was which he doesn't care if you oh, ever. No. Yeah, he'll puke in the chalk bucket. He'll puke on the floor. And another interesting side story is during the warm up, um, he's like you know got the pre he's jittery and nervous pregame pregame kind of stuff. So he's got to go in the bathroom, and so I kind of follow him in there, and make sure everything's all right. Well, there's nothing but supplement companies at the Arnold. I mean, that's kind of what it's for. Yeah. And, you know, every new supplement company tries to come there. Well, Derek goes in the bathroom, and there's a guy that's like, Hey, dude, I'm ABC Supplement Company. We, we just came out with this brand new workout, or brand new pre-workout. So he literally does pre-workout <laughs> from somebody he doesn't know, never met, in the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, dude, didn't your mom, like, tell you not to take <laughs> candy, candy from strangers? So... Again. He had the perfect storm, so he ends up puking his guts out. And that was the first time an adaptive athlete competed against able-bodied athletes. That's awesome. Um, the very next year, 2014, my good buddy AJ is now in charge of the CrossFit event at the Arnold. And he reached out to Derek and I and was like, listen, like that was amazing. We're going to put on a team competition this year. Yeah. Do you guys think... Um, you could put a team of adaptive athletes together. And so Derek and I found three men and three women, and we needed a name to enter for the competition. And Derek's like, oh, team, <laughs> team some assembly required. And that's how, that was kind of the genesis of yeah. what would become today Team SAR. Um, that has over 25 members all yeah. over the world, all over the country. So... Six-person team, three men, three women competed against able. But they were the only adaptive athlete team. The first time a team had ever done that, um, and it was just it was it was amazing. And we reached out for sponsors, mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny. The first time I had, well, one of the first years we did the gauntlet that we needed sponsorships. I was like, I found this company called Rogue American. Loved their T-shirts and would like literally buy. Every shirt that they had at the time, which is like five shirts. Yeah. Because uh, now we're going back to like 2014, 2013. And so for the for our competition, the gauntlet, I was reaching out to sponsors. And I was like, you know, what? I just want sponsors who I like, I use their stuff. And uh, so emailed this cat named Wes Whitlock. Within 20 minutes later, he, he recognized my name from all the orders. Yeah. Um, and he was like, dude love what you got going on we'll be the top line sponsor um so i was like oh shit like that actually worked (laughs) you know what i mean right so he was a sponsor and then he like donated uh shirts for all the winners and stuff um that was in the summer of 13 yeah summer of 13 because arnold's always in march yeah summer of 13 well then aj reached out to us in 14 Mm -hmm. and we're like Yes, we got a team, but the problem is they're from all over. And then we were like, uh, how are we going yeah. to get money to get all these cats to fly into Columbus mm-hmm. and put them up for the weekend? And we were like, oh. So AJ had a ballroom. AJ had a ballroom, and to get a booth inside the expo, 
is anywhere from three to five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like it's no joke. It's expensive, but it's, um, it fills up, and it's worth it. Yeah, it is. Uh, worth well, it. you don't know that until uh, you get Not it. The, but yeah, yeah. So AJ was like, "Dude, we had this whole ballroom. If you guys can find anybody to help, we'll let them put up a booth." So Wes sponsored the gauntlet then, and so I just picked up the phone and I was like, hey, dude, like, have you ever heard of the Arnold? Like, it's one of the, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard, I know about it. I was like, I don't know if you can swing it or if you can make it, but, like, if you can help sponsor the team, mm-hmm. then you can come up, you can come out here and put up a booth for, for free. Oh, okay, awesome. Um, yeah, so he was like, yeah, dude, so he, like, he essentially, like, was one of the only sponsors and because of him like it paid for all the um those six athletes to come in at the time well Wes being Wes and like I'm now going on five years of (laughs) of knowing Wes um he had never done an event before (laughs) Uh, and he was like this is early on Rogue American yeah never done an event before and uh I think he literally just Packed two big suitcases <laughs> full of his gear, T-shirts. and uh, we had never met face to face until the Arnold of 2014. Oh, wow. So all this was going over, you know, email and phone calls. I was like, "Dude, just get here. We'll take care of the rest." And uh, sure, shit, he shows up. He's got suitcases full of T-shirts. We like Jimmy rig some booth up, <laughs> and. Uh, I was like, you know, we can have I, uh, volunteers will help run it, you know, la yeah. la la la. And so it was kind of funny because Wes is a pretty scary dude. Um, He's not intimidating looking at all. Uh, he had two other guys with him who are pretty scary dudes, <laughs> and like, you know, I'm just along for the ride. So the four of You're us, frightening. <laughs> the four of us were just kind of behind the booth, you know, all arms folded, like kind of looking at each yeah. other, and then luckily, like. Some of the girls from the gym were like, you know, we'll give you free shirts if you guys can, like, help us run this booth because, like, yeah. we don't know shit about what we're doing. Yeah. Well, and, no offense, but you guys aren't as pretty. Right. <laughs> so, long story short, he ends up, like, selling out uh, throughout the weekend. It was an awesome experience, awesome time. Yeah. And, you know, Wes has been one of the long, long-term long supporters of, of Team SAR. And he's there every year with, like, right, so, two booths, different, separate locations. Yeah. Like, so, that was 14, and then 2015, we had we were able to put two teams into it, and then um, Wes came back out again, supported the teams. 2016 was the year that we had, like, a full teams and hybrid teams. So we put, that looked like fun. That was fun. That was a fun. That was one of my favorite competitions ever. Um, so you, you know, a six-person team, three able body and three adaptive athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we're kind of doing that again this year. We have on the six-person team four adaptive and two able body. So that'll mm-hmm. be cool to watch again. And so uh, Wes came back out for that, and then now, like it was there. I'm pretty sure it was 16, 2016 or last year. But now Wes actually had a booth inside of the Arnold in a booth at the CrossFit Games. Um, so you can kind of see the growth of his company alongside with it. Right. Um, 
And then 2017, they moved it back to inside of the expo, which was cool because of the two years before that, it was out a couple miles away at the fairgrounds. Because yeah. uh, the expo is where everything's at. That's where everybody like comes yeah. down to. Um, and then brings us to this year, 2018. So, um, and then Doc Spartan actually started getting booths at the CrossFit event yeah. around 2016, then last year, and of course this year. So it's kind of funny to rewind it full circle. Is like when I started going there in my college days, like thinking of if you would have told me that one day you'll be an, you know, have something to do with yeah, the Arnold. Yeah. And and it'll be a business that you it'll own be a business and, and like there's no way possible yeah. that that path would have even been I think I think one of the coolest parts about the Arnold is that well last year was my first year going, but like I said, like everybody used to go when we were younger. I just was never allowed. Mm. It's a lot of people, you know, blah blah blah. Um is that Team SAR has made such a name for themselves at that event. And Arnold's at the event. Like, the Arnold oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. at the Arnold. Arnold makes it an effort to come watch the team. Yeah. And get photos with the team every single year. That was so cool. Like, just being an arm's distance away from him. And he was like, heck yeah. Like, I'm over here getting a picture. Like, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. You know. That's, that's really something just to be a part of something that is recognized by someone that's so influential in the world, mm -hmm. you know. Um, anyways, that was that was just something that I'll always remember. Really neat. And so, like, it's just kind of crazy to think, you know, that's where we're at, and that's why this is such a marquee event for everyone here out of Portsmouth Strong because um, we always submit teams to yeah. compete. Um, of course, our main, our main effort there is supporting Team SAR, mm -hmm. and now Doc Spartan is able to have booths there, and then we're yeah. able to help Wes out and his crew, Yeah. Um, and then like everyone makes it like fun. an annual like retreat. Yeah, exactly. Like people call off work, you know, like you don't want to miss it. Like Eric from Inkworks is flying in from California. That's crazy to me. Like that this that year. Guy. And not to mention Team Star is actually going to have a booth this year, which we've been a part of different people's booths, like different companies booths in the past, and we're going to have our own um, booth this year selling our own merchandise. Mm -hmm. So, and that was all designed it was kind of like a combination design team of Connor from here and um, Eric from Inkworks like selling badass Chuck Taylors, yeah. like custom hats, shirts, badass Chucks. Like. Yeah, like it's a, it's going to be really cool. So and it, and the team's going to be running the booth. So you, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about coming, like stop by. Definitely come. And then the cool thing is, like we have a whole vendor area. Oh, it's like and our vendor area is just all of our friends. Yeah, it's fun corner. So it's <laughs> Doc Martin, Team Sar. And then one of Wes's other companies, Disciples of Iron. Yeah. Um, and then all the teams from, it's, all the people from PSKC competing. All, yeah. And all the people from Team SAR competing. And we all stay out uh, in Easton, kind of yeah. Ubering back and forth. So. And if you're looking for us and we're not at the, you don't see us at the Arnold, just... World of Beers. World of Beers. Right World of Beers or the Hilton Bar is yeah. typically where we... Uh, yeah. Where we set up. It was so much fun. I'm glad. Like, I'm really looking for, maybe not so much the competing side, because it makes me so nervous, but, like, 
it's all worth it. Like the nerves, everything mm-hmm. leading up to it. It's just so. Yeah, I mean, much it is fun. a it's a tremendous amount of work, but you know, I guess some of the wrapping this up, the biggest some of the biggest lessons you can learn is like it's always it's always a risk when you go become a vendor or a booth it, somewhere. Yes. It's going to be a lot of money. It's going to be a lot of travel involved. Yeah. Um, but like what Robert Hershevek always tells us is like, how else are you going to get your name out there? Yeah. And because to me, like if it's going to cost five grand in travel and vendors and inventory, like You're I want to make five grand back. Right. Minimally. And one of his lessons is always like, listen, like, you don't know how much you're going to make from being there. Yeah. Down the road, six months, eight months, ten months. Exactly. But if you don't go, you're going to know how much you're going to make. Yeah. It's going to be zero. Because um, look, like, look, look what at happened what, for Wes. Exactly. If he wouldn't have stuck his neck out there and made that trip or d- sponsored Team SAR, like, and saw that he could sell out of his T-shirts, like, maybe that was, like, a huge confidence booster. Not only for his company, but for him. Like, can right. I do this? Or, like... He answered the call to be a sponsor for a dude he'd never heard about in a town he'd never heard about yeah. anyways. And look where that led. Yeah. Um, so, you you know, don't be afraid to answer calls. Don't be afraid to say yes. Don't be afraid to take yeah. risk. And then um, the other part was just like the network and connections and relationships that have developed from... This, that event alone. Like, even going way back to 2010 sectionals, when dudes were there just volunteering to put rowers together and fill sandbags, um, there's been a lot of, of cool connections and relationships from that that uh, led to where we're currently at with Team SAR and mm-hmm. Rogue and Disciples of Iron and uh, and everybody. And it keeps... It it's grows really cool. and gets, gets really cool. So... Um, we'll be there this weekend, if, depending on what time you're listening to this, but, uh, this yeah. is the first weekend in March, uh, we'll be up there. Um, it's a crazy thing to watch Team SAR compete. Um, and we, next week when we come back on the podcast, we might have some really cool, some special guests, special guests for you to listen to and learn from, um, that are going to be at the Arnold too. So if you can make it, um, rock on come up and see us and if you like having to listen listen to this and it's may or june of 18 <laughs> don't worry we're going to try to do some recordings there to make you kind of feel a part of yeah. uh part of the whole trip really excited cool so until then guys we will see you have a good one and uh thank you for tuning in Spotlight to shine on me. What I got, I didn't get for free. I broke my back and skinned my knees. Working hard just to stay alive. I don't need much, just enough to survive.
make a dollar. Trying to make a dollar. Trying to make a dollar. 